California conservative, a libertarian, a moderate Democrat, believe in common sense, or just a sane person, this is the political podcast for you. It's the California Underground Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the California Underground. I am your host, Phil. As long as well with me is my trusty co-host, the best and fastest researcher in the West, Camille. How are you doing tonight, Camille? I'm good. It's been it's been two days since we were last here. I know. <laughs> we got a double whammy. We got a double whammy this week because, like we said, we didn't do a podcast last week. So we doubled up just to make sure people, you know, we didn't want to deprive anybody of podcast content. So here we are, we're doing two this week, and we did two spicy ones. The The uh, presidential one was really interesting. I think there was a lot we talked about, and before we knew it, it was like an hour, and we had gone through all the candidates, and um, I think we made our opinions pretty well known on all the candidates, so that was a good one. Tonight is going to be particularly spicy, though, I think. This is something that a lot of people are getting, for a lack of a better term, I guess, kind of freaked out about. Um, there's been more news or murmurs, I should say. Right. I wouldn't even say really news. It's more murmurs and kind of social media circles are talking about this idea that like 2020 style lockdowns and mandates are coming back. They're going to be back in 2024, or if not, they're going to be back in like the next couple months. Um, so we're going to kind of examine it because, well, California, to be honest, we suffered from lockdown's probably the worst and mass mm -hmm. mandates because uh good old newsom didn't want to let go of his emergency state of emergency for the longest time when did he finally let go of it wasn't it 2023 or like 20 it was like way after the pandemic like it took him a long tomorrow i think tomorrow, tomorrow he's letting go of the state of emergency um that's how long he held on to it no it wasn't so i feel like it was like february 12th or something like that if we were like wait we're still in a state of emergency. Like we're all ignoring you. I think it was as recently as this year. I mean, we could. Yeah, because it was just and... shy of three years, right? Yeah, and we were all kind of sitting around, being like, "Really? We're now yeah. we're." I'm gonna look this up right now. Um, I'm pretty sure the majority was definitely ignoring it, and that's why we were all kind of in shock when it was like it ends now, and we're like, "Wait, didn't it? We're what?" We're still we're supposed to be in it. Yeah. Uh, February 28th, 2023. So this year was when they actually ended the COVID state of emergency here in California. So as of this year, California was still in a COVID state of emergency. Newsom finally let it go. Um, and here we are. Now it hasn't even been a full year and people are already talking on social months. media about, about it coming back and possibly going back to lockdowns and mandates. Um, I think some people have gotten, I mean, I, I guess we're going to start with the video with Alex Jones and that's probably the best place to start. Cause I feel like that's where the majority of it started was that Alex Jones put out this video saying that he talked to a TSA agent. Um, I guess I don't, I guess we could just watch it. I don't have to it's, explain the whole thing. Yeah. Let's just watch it and see. This will be fun. What, yeah. Uh, this was the video that lit the internet on fire regarding COVID coming back. <laughs> Come on. It shows we're trying to share rumble. There we go. Got a call yesterday. An individual was in town and they wanted to meet with me that I know well and they are a high-level manager in the TSA. And I went and met with them and had a cup of coffee with them. And they said, you got to warn people. Tuesday, we got called in, the managers, and told that by the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, that this is done. They were told this is happening. This is not hypothetical. You all have to wear. October, they are going to 
say that everyone flying has to wear a mask. And in the meetings, people began to ask them, well, I mean, why is this happening? They said, well, because of the new variant in Canada and because of the WHO, they may, you know, declare this. But regardless, we've been told this is going to happen. Long pause for dramatic effect. Yes. And then they were told, we expect by December a return to the full COVID protocol of 2020-2021. And I was given many more details. I wrote down notes on it. Spit it out. Then I left, called the first federal connection that I was thinking of, didn't answer. Called the second, answered. Told them what I've been told. And they said, what day was that? I said, Tuesday. They said, yep, we were told yesterday. This is yesterday was Thursday, so it was Wednesday. Expect COVID protocols to begin rolling out middle of September. And I said, what else were you told? Basically that they believe this new variant super bad and that they're doing the testing and that they should just get ready for a whole new rollout of what happened before. And this was border patrol connected people I was talking to and testing at the border again in the whole shooting match. That's two federal agents that told me this yesterday. And then I went and looked at the news and there they were saying Canada's looking at new restrictions again because of the variant and so is the EU. And what did the Russians just put out three days ago? U.S. is plotting another pandemic. Russian head of the defense ministry warns. Now, new lockdowns will starve the third world. New lockdowns will destroy small businesses. New lockdowns will take the average person that's already $5,000 in the hole and their paycheck is 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 just on time we'll put them into full bankruptcy and the children in the mask and the, the attempt to push a new shot for the new variant and we're right back in the same hellhole timing because you go into the election year they had the last crisis go over two and a half years They'll bare minimum run this through the next election. It's only 14, 15 months out with mail-in ballots again. And we have all the eyewitnesses and testimony that they'd get the mail-in ballots. And in some cases, they were 99% for Joe Biden. Who believes that? U.S. Postal Service whistleblowers, USPS, poll watching witnesses. I, I have it all here. We'll play it next hour. We do not have to sit here and take the same criminal UN global WF New World Order regimes second rollout of lockdowns and attempts at forced injections and travel restrictions and being told you're not essential. We don't have to lay down and die. And for the third world, they'll lock them down again under IMF World Bank control. It is a literal death sentence. That's made over 80 million people starved to death the last three and a half years because of the COVID restrictions. Okay, so uh, let's see, take that off the screen. Um, that was the video that basically started everything. And that wasn't a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot in that four-minute video. Um, uh, where to start with this? A lot of people, um, look, I have nothing against Alex Jones. I, I um, I know he's very popular. I know a lot of people really like him. And a lot of people, um, I had posted a TikTok last week, an impromptu. That's sort of one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast was a little bit longer than a normal TikTok. A lot of people in the comments said, oh, well, Alex Jones has gotten a lot of things right. But they always like to ignore the stuff that Alex Jones doesn't get right. You know, mm -hmm. it's always that, you know, he makes these big kind of sensational stories and if you go on infowars 
you can go on Infowars and check the headlines every single day. How much of it's actually going actually comes true? Probably not majority of it. Um, but that's sort of the mo of Alex Jones is that he will say these things. They are sensational, gets people riled up, and most of it might not come true. So this story could either be the biggest exclusive of 2023 if it actually does happen or will it it will just be swept under the rug like no one will talk about it three months from now if nothing happens um i have my own thoughts about and we can get in we're going to discuss it throughout the show why i don't think i mean i'm kind of killing the lead here uh why i don't think any of this is really going to happen um I think there's a lot of practical reasons as to why it isn't going to happen. And maybe people think I'm, I'm not awake. Maybe I need to wake up or whatever. Um, but I'm just trying to look at this as like, you know, at a practical perspective. Um, what were your thoughts about it? You watched the video. What are your initial thoughts about Alex Jones in this video? Well, question these last three years, did you lay down and die? Because we don't have to lay down and die like we did before. Did you? Did um, I lay, lay down and die? Uh, the, the, no. Blind at the end there. We don't have to lay down and die. Um, which I didn't personally lay down and die before. But <sighs> that was a very sensationalized video. It was. I mean, that's what he does, obviously. And it works. And people tune in and I think some people probably tune in just to enjoy the crazy other people tune in and like plan their lives around what Alex Jones says. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. There's talk. There's talk of there's news, you know, a new variant, but there's been this entire year, every month there's been a new variant and nothing's happened. Right. Now we do know a couple schools and Hollywood studio they like mandated masks on two floors of a five-story building for two weeks or a week or something like that and people still take COVID tests which cracks me up literally cracks me up someone today said they have COVID and I'm like why did you test mm-hmm. you're fine why did you test what but um you have the sniffles okay got it yeah so exactly I mean, yeah, so you're sick, stay home. I've always been of that belief, especially with children. But I don't I don't see it coming. Where September starts tomorrow, I feel like we would already hear more, which now I'm giving away my whole opinion of this entire thing. So, you know, you could just cut me off after I say this and then you can take away the show for the night. But I don't I don't see it coming. Mm-hmm. I imagine come winter when it's cold and flu strike up, that's there'll be some panic. There's always going to be some panic. People are like that. We've had panic about many things, many winters. I'm saying this. I'm sorry. I'm being really slow trying to articulate my thoughts. But I guess to sum it up, that was just a sensational video that I don't feel like 98% of it is going to come true. Um. I think, and I was just thinking that this might be, why did this take off like wildfire in my mind? And I think I know why. I'm just going to hypothesize here. This may be sensational, but I'm just going to hypothesize as to why this particular story took off like wildfire in social media. You and I both know a lot of people got social media famous during the COVID years. A lot of people gained a lot of followers during the COVID years, both on the right and the left. The right definitely got a lot of traction. There are a lot of people who gained tens of thousands of followers during the COVID years. We could probably name five off the top of our head right now. We won't, but we know who they are. I think it's probably the hottest thing that will get you shares, that will get you likes, that will get you engagement 
is if you start to push that mass and all of this is coming back and people will share it. And I mean, there've been plenty of people who sent it to my message box or my DMS on social media about what's going on. Uh, there's a lot of people who did TikToks about it. There's a lot of people who are now jumping on the, we will not comply hashtag. It got a lot of people, Instagram, social media famous. And it's one thing that they know will generate those clicks. And that's the sad thing in our, in sort of our culture today is that the news can be driven not by facts or people logically looking at stuff. It's what's sensational that will get me clicks and views. And we, we kind of always call out the corporate media and say the corporate media does this a lot. They sensationalize stories. They lie. They, they kind of uh, bury the lead or they don't tell you all the facts. Social media influencers do the same exact thing. They'll yes. give you a snippet. They'll give you a quick 30 second or one minute TikTok or reel. And that's all they give you. They don't give you facts. They don't kind of step back and go, let's examine this. Let's take a deep breath. Let's look at this logically. Is this really going to happen? To them, it's to a lot of people, it's just, it's, it's, it's easy red meat to garner more following and more influence on social media. Um, I think that's one reason it definitely took off is because they saw it and said, Oh, people really love sharing stuff about COVID, especially about lockdowns and masks. So if I post something, someone, they're going to share it and there's going to be a lot of shares. I'm going to get a lot of engagement. Um, and I'll, I'll boost my social media. Now, as someone who uh, recently had a video go viral and hit millions of views, would you agree with that statement? I was going to say, mine had nothing to do with COVID. <laughs> Yours, no. that's quite a feat. You had nothing, well, your video had nothing to do with COVID and it got millions of views. Um, but no, okay, in all seriousness, I agree with what you're saying. I, um, I was having a conversation with one of our mutual friends last night about kind of this, not, not particularly COVID, but kind of this and how they do have to capitalize on what is the latest thing. And obviously Alex Jones put that out and that's kind of the latest thing is, you know, masks, lockdowns, vaccines, they're all coming back. And, you know, we've got to definitely rally the troops again, get excited and start pumping everyone up that, you know, we will not comply, hold the line, mm -hmm. all the things. And then, you know, everyone's sharing it, everyone's talking about it and their messages. And, and you're right. It does. It does create buzz for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that's one reason it definitely took off like wildfires because it's just it's a story that everybody can get behind. And it's a story that everybody can rally behind. And you know what? That that high of getting Instagram famous off COVID stuff, it's a tough high to quit. Um, and you're chasing that high ever since. If you're an Instagram person who got famous during COVID, um, maybe you've stalled out. I don't know. Um, but it, it's it's definitely easy red meat. Yeah, everyone uh, has an opinion on COVID, whether you agree with it or not. And, you know, I was kind of not to go back to my video, but for those who don't know, I shared a it was kind of a it was a clip from Mean Girls, 10 seconds long basically making fun of people who believe the homeschool stereotype is like just hick children who have no social skills and stuff. And I shared it totally just making fun of it. as a homeschool parent. I was just laughing about it. My girls, we watched Mean Girls and we all cracked up about this scene. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to share. This is so funny. So it took off for whatever reason. It got like almost 9 million views and almost a million shares and whatever. And it's, a lot of people that shared it would comment with this is exactly Florida's education system. A lot of people shared it saying, this is how I want to raise my kids. It like affected both sides. To me, it was just mm -hmm. funny. It was humorous. You know, I laughed, shared it. And, um, but both sides had opinions on it. And so I think that's probably where the COVID thing, again, I'm no social media expert. I'm not used to having shares and likes and anything like that. Like I was like, 
you know, talking to you about that, like, it's fascinating to me what does and doesn't take off. And so I think when you can do something that both sides get upset about, because a lot of homeschool parents were also like, I homeschooled and my kids are not like this. And I'm like, I homeschool too. My kids aren't like this. That's the humor in this. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, other people would be like, yep, these are, these are homeschool kids. Yep. These are how Christians, this is MAGA, you know, mm -hmm. just stuff like that. And so it riled up both sides. And then of course it was humorous. And so there were people who just enjoyed it and shared it. But I think that that was what I realized is that both sides had opinions in my comments and everything. And so everyone has an opinion on COVID. So when you sensationalize something like COVID to one extreme or the other, people are going to share it and say, no, see the, the Republicans are the, the conservatives. They're crazy. And they think this is coming back and they're wrong. The conservatives mm -hmm. are going to share it and say, see, it's happening again. And and so both sides have something to say about it. Whether they agree with the video or not, they're going to share it and add an opinion. It's going to get the likes. They're going to get the comments because people are going to be like insulting or agreeing, freaking out or whatever. Yeah, it's sort of like the, the video. I, I, I Mine didn't go as viral as yours, but this isn't a contest. Uh, the TikTok <laughs> that I... Impro that, I told it, you. Well, I was like, what did you do? <laughs> it was an impromptu video I just recorded and... It was interesting. The comments were sort of mixed. There were a lot of people who were like, well, I hope you're right or I agree with you. There was a lot of people who were like, "What? you need to wake up. You're not paying attention. Like, what are you talking about? This guy's an idiot, like stuff like that. So to your point, right. yeah, it gets people riled up on both sides. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure people will listen to this podcast or watch this right now and be like, you guys are idiots. Or people will be like, no, I agree with you guys. I think you guys are right. Or maybe they're not changed either way. And if that's the case, then I don't know. We haven't done our job to present our arguments well enough. Um, but in terms of kind of like bringing down uh, the temperature a little bit and to kind of build up my case why I don't think this is going to happen. Uh, now, first off, before people jump down my throat, if you're going to take... Uh, the idea that all these government organizations are going to lock us down or, or mandate a lot of this stuff, you should probably listen to what those government agencies are saying. Now, this isn't to say you should always trust the government, um, but if the government really wanted to grasp power again, and they really were looking to like go back to 2020 style lockdowns, they'd probably be pushing people to do more or they'd be pushing people with more fear. Um, but it, the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention did say that some people are at higher risk for severe illness of COVID, but the agency doesn't make a broad recommendation for everyone to adopt masks. Um, obviously, the CDC recommends universal masking in jurisdictions that have high-risk individuals. Uh, overall, there were about four new hospital admissions for every 100,000 people nationwide in the week ending August 12th, which is considered low, according to CDC thresholds. No counties had high levels of COVID-19 hospitalizations, but 85 counties, about 3% of the country, were in medium threshold. About a quarter of those counties were in Florida. Um, so right now, no one's really sounding the alarm bell. And I don't think... Outside of like Alex Jones and a lot of these social media accounts that are looking to get clicks and likes, I don't really hear anything about this. Right. And you and I, I live in California. Right. And I don't we hear both anything. pay attention to the news. We both pay attention to like various news stations. We're not just like on Fox News. Right. Like we, we both read a lot of news because of the podcast and also because we're just nerds and we love this stuff. Um, I... I haven't really heard anything. I know that there was these schools that people are pointing out to that there were colleges. There was Morris Brown or whatever. I had never heard of this school. I doubt anybody had ever heard of this school until this story came out anyway that instituted a mask mandate. Um, but that's one school out of how many schools in the entire United States. And it's not even a California school. So mm -hmm. we have very limited instances of this happening. People are bringing back mask mandates in very limited cases. That doesn't apply as a general rule. Um, I was reading this article. Um, I had it highlighted. Um, hold on. 
Uh, it said some institutions are already reacting to the rise in COVID. Morris Brown College in Atlanta announced a return to mandate physical distancing and masks just one week after classes started in August. Um, pediatricians are poised for the typical return to school surge and all kinds of respiratory illness, whether colds, flu, or COVID. We are seeing an increase in COVID cases in general. The overall percentage of testing at home is low, so there may be even more COVID cases than we know about, especially since the vast majority of kids have no or mild symptoms. Good news. Still good news that this new, these new variants don't affect children, which is good news for everybody. It is. Um, still, the majority of students do not need to wear masks and should instead use pr- traditional prevention such as hand washing, coughing into their elbow, and staying home when sick. Uh, says this doctor who chairs the American Academy of Pediatrics Council on School Health. Um. The article then goes on to say, despite the concern among experts and some institutions, Americans don't appear to be worried enough about the recent rise in cases to change their behavior. COVID-19 was at the bottom of their list of key public health threats, according to the latest Axios Ipsos American Health Index poll. Um, so I looked up, just out of curiosity, have you heard of this site, Civics? They do like the online polling. I don't think so. I don't know. So they do like online polling. It's like direct to people on the internet. You can go look it up like, and it just updates like every single day. Okay. This is the up to the minute since August 29th. How concerned are you about a coronavirus outbreak in your local area? So we have not concerned, a little concerned, moderately, moderately concerned, extremely concerned, or unsure. The top result is 51% are not concerned at all. So the majority of Americans are not concerned at all. Making it even the larger majority is a little concerned or not concerned at all. So only 5% of Americans right now are extremely concerned, according to this this poll. To the article's point, I don't think the appetite is there for people to rush back. I don't think people are necessarily as scared of COVID anymore. I don't think at this point with the facts that people know they're as scared of COVID anymore, um, which I think ruins any sort of urgency or appetite to want to go back down to these style of lockdowns. And again, only 5% of Americans, according to this poll, are extremely concerned. Even 15% are moderately concerned. That's not that much either. there's just not a large enough amount of people who are this concerned about COVID anymore to comply with these, any sort of lockdowns or mass mandates. They could be suggestions, they could be recommendations, but I don't think they're in, in any way going to be popular if anybody pushes them out back on the people. What do you think? Well, I did a little, a little of my own research today. And what I did was I went to... CNN, NBC, Fox, other just random news stations, LA, LA Times, New York Times. Um, what I did was then I just did a keyword search on their homepage for COVID. Mm-hmm. Not a single one of those news outlets had COVID on their main page. It's and not trying. It, and not, you would think those, those news stations would be pushing it a lot. Yeah. If it were a thing. It would be on the homepage. I right. would assume it would. Right. You wouldn't have to go trying to find it if COVID is back to kill us all. The one thing I thought was interesting about this poll, this is kind of off topic of whether these lockdowns and mandates are coming back. Look at how not concerned at all spiked to be the majority, and it remained the majority. So, like this was January 2021. It started to go up, and then April. July, and it just kind of stayed there. It went down a little bit, but basically you- in o- October of 20, was that October of 21, it just went up and up and up and up. So there was a point like death toll passes 600,000, and people were not concerned about COVID. I was going to ask you, do you know how many people? But okay. But yeah, it says at the top here death toll passes 600,000. It gives you little markers. 40 million cases went down a little bit. Omicron reported. And then 
60 million total US cases and started to go up and up and up. It just, it's <laughs> Biden test positive for COVID and then it still goes up. So I guess they thought if Biden test positive for COVID and he survived and he's like a thousand years old, I guess we're, point. we're all going to be okay. Um, even death toll passes 1 million didn't affect people not being that concerned at all about it. So the appetite, I just don't think is there. And I think this plays into the bigger fact that everyone is trying to say, oh, they're going to do this because of the election next year. Like Alex Jones said, well, they're going to do this because of the election they can do the mail-in ballots. They can change all the rules, state of emergency, all that stuff. I would say my counterpoint is that the reason they're not going to do it is because of the election. I th hear me out. I don't think they're going to do it because there's a presidential election next year and you have a Democrat incumbent in the White House. Now, right now, the biggest thing that they talk about in presidential election right now is Trump being indicted four times and that he's a criminal and he's being facing all these indictments and he's a he's a traitor and it's treason and blah, 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 blah all that stuff. If you all of a sudden go back to mass mandates and lockdowns and all of this stuff, do you think people are going to talk about Trump being indicted anymore? Or do you think they're going to talk no. about the fact that their businesses are closing or that they can't, uh, they're losing their job or that the economy's ruined again? Do you think right. the incumbent wants to go into an election year with the economy and absolute shatters in, uh, because of COVID lockdowns? No, you're absolutely right. The next seven months are going to be focused on Trump. Yeah, and if and you his... oh. and if you do this, you bring back mass mandates, especially at the federal level, like Alex Jones is saying, at TSA level. People are just—they're not going to pay attention to Trump indictments anymore. They're going to go seriously. We're going back on all of this. Um, and to the the, the other point. You have the Democrats who, you know, post Biden being elected because before Biden was elected, they were all coming out and saying, there's no way I'm taking the Trump vaccine or whatever. It's probably dangerous. Even Fauci was saying for years, we won't know for years whether this works or not. And then as soon as, the, you know, Biden was elected, Fauci was out there and he's like, oh, it's safe and effective. Everybody go take the vaccine. It's wonderful. Um and now the Democrats were the biggest pushers of the vaccine. So you have all these Democrats who are on the side of the vaccine. Go get the vaccine. It's safe. It's effective. If you get it, you won't get COVID, all of that stuff. If you go backwards and say, oh, no, just kidding. We're, we're in a state of emergency again because we can't keep COVID under control. How do you explain to all those people who took the vaccine? Why are we going backwards? We took the vaccine because you promised when Biden was first elected, he promised, this is how we get out of lockdowns. Take the vaccine. This is how we get out of lockdowns. Newsom was saying the same thing. You take the vaccine. This is how we open the state again. This is how we get back to normal. That was their whole thing. Take the vaccine. This is how we get back to normal. So for them to all of a sudden say, no, we're going back to this state of emergency and we're going back to lockdowns, admits defeat on the vaccine, which they've been pushing for so long. And do you think anybody's going to trust them again on anything related to this ever again, where they sold you a bill of goods on the vaccine, then all of a sudden they tell you a couple of years later, just kidding, it didn't really work. Now we have to go back to lockdowns because this is how we stop COVID. I don't right, the majority won't. Because I the majority of people are not. Right. I think a lot of people, Democrats included, would probably feel cheated. And they would feel like they were lied to. And that's not a good thing going into, again, it's not a good thing going into a presidential election year when you're trying to keep a very unpopular president in the White House who's already vulnerable enough. I don't think going backwards on this and having a lot of your base or a lot of your voters question what you said three years ago and feel like they were lied to is necessarily a good strategy politically to win. I mean, I'm no expert, but I don't think lying to your the people who should be voting for you 
is a good strategy to win in 2024. But, but they can always say people didn't get boosted. Not enough people didn't they can get the vaccine. The new variant, you have to be boosted against that. They can right. always push that angle. They could. Um, but even this booster that they're pushing right now, I forget who they, they asked somebody who wasn't one of the, maybe CDC or something like that. I forget who it was. They asked him whether this booster protects against this variant. And he basically said, no, this, this booster doesn't protect against this variant. So what's the point in going out and getting a booster if this new variant is so scary, getting a booster doesn't necessarily protect you against this variant. It protects you from the variant two or three variants ago. Um, I mean, sure, there'll be some people who think like, yeah, I have to run out and get a booster um, because that's the way to protect people. And that's like my civic duty. But I think a lot of people are going to go, you know, I, I was a good little boy or girl. I took the vaccine. I wanted to do it because I want to get back to normal. And now you're telling me I have to take four five, six boosters just to stay in. No, no, no. I'm done. Like I, I did my one. I'm done. I did my two shots or whatever. I'm done. Um, yeah. So that's. Then they'll blame all of us who didn't. What's that? They'll blame, They're gonna yeah. blame all of us who didn't get the vaccine the first, second, fifth time. But yeah, but all. even then, but even then, uh, people who that line is something they've even dropped. Like they've even dropped that whole. You know, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Like they've even dropped that line because the studies have come out and the stats have come out and showed that more people are starting to get injured from the vaccine. There's more people who are starting to who didn't have as strong immunity against the the virus as people who just did natural immunity. So there's more studies coming out um, showing that natural immunity was just as strong as the vaccine. So they can't now go back and say it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So that a lot of these lines that were establishment lines are now all of a sudden dropped. So they can't go back to these lines because they dropped them. Um, it, it's almost like if I guess they kind of wish if they had that thing in men in black where they could click it and make everyone forget. Yeah. And like erase their memory. Like if they could erase everyone's memory from the past year and a half, yeah, I would say like two years, they could get people to listen to all this and get people to comply with it. But I think since the end of 2021, enough people have kind of now researched COVID and what happened that they're not concerned anymore. They're not worried about it. They've looked at the numbers and they've just moved on. They've just moved on with their lives and said, this is it. We, we did what we were supposed to do. It'll always be around. Um, and we're just going to live with it. So. I mean, you know, I agree with you. I was just trying to bring up points from talking points from the other side of things that could possibly are we still on youtube <laughs> i don't know i haven't checked yeah we're still on youtube we dropped we haven't yet. Got kicked off youtube uh we're still on rumble so uh rumble can won't we kick us off. go really controversial like you said you want to get spicy are okay. we going to bring up the fact that it was trump who pushed the vaccine in the first place and trump who locked us down oh. in the first place oh absolutely i actually have the video all queued up and oh. ready to go. Well, look at so, you all ready with this. It's almost like I had this we planned out. This. We, did, we didn't. <laughs> no, this so wasn't so a bit like we practiced. So, uh, yeah, Trump released a video. I don't know when it was on X. Um, he so still he's says back. he. No, this he's is his. Te- this is his team Trump account. Okay. Although he'd share his mugshot as of two days ago on Twitter. So right. he's he's sort of back on X, but he's not all the way back. Because if you look well, at- Well, he's his willing act- to produce videos for it and just let his team, okay. 
Yeah, so it's go it's, ahead. it's Team Trump. It's not Trump himself. It's almost like his pseudo account. Like he's still tweeting everything through Team Trump, but he's also like he's not personally tweeting, even though he just personally tweeted so his mugshot. Like we have an M and M Slim Shady M and M situation going exactly, on. Exactly. Yeah. Who? Which identity? It's like a uh, uh, Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines sort of situation. Yeah, I was going to say that when he did that movie. <laughs> That's an old reference if you don't remember the Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines. You have to be like an old school country fan to remember that. And then he did a performance on SNL and everyone's like, this is weird. What's going on here? We came to see Garth Brooks (laughs) sing Friends in Low Places. Um, All right. So this is a video he just released. Um, I don't know how. Oh, as of yesterday, he released it. So let's watch and see what Trump has to say. Wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear mongering about the new variants that are coming. Key whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words. We will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID. But they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. and the, I think the people are uh, loving the fact that there's a community note under it that says the Trump administration, along with other federal agencies, began the lockdown social distancing rules in 2020. President Trump issued national guidelines that include closing schools and avoiding bars, restaurants, and groups of more than 10. And the comments are just priceless. Comments are gold. The, there's a lot Don't of good comments. Um, first one is this is beyond hilarious community notes with another headshot. Um, remember when you gave Fauci and Burks, the presidential medals of commendation, good times. Uh, let's see. Some people were like, oh yeah, say, huh? Um, a lot of people are rooting for him. We'll never comply. I've never voted harder in favor of a, a favor of a community note. Um, anyway, I'm going to throw something out. I'm going to, I'm going to get myself canceled. Okay. Could it be that enough Republicans were angry about the lockdowns, the mask mandates and the vaccine mandates still fresh in their minds and hearts and didn't vote for Trump in 2020? Yes. Um, I think, and this goes hand in hand with the last episode we did, which was about the presidential debate and that Trump did not go debate. There's a lot of people who I think have a valid concern and issue with how Trump handled 2020. I think there's a valid concern there. And a lot of people want him to answer for what he did. Yes. And I, an apology. To say, maybe, you know, I put the wrong people in place. Maybe I shouldn't have trusted Fauci and Dr. Burks. Um, maybe I shouldn't have put out these national guidelines regarding lockdowns and stay-at-home orders. Um, and while people can get into the sort of, yeah, I get it, the technicality of like, well, technically the federal government can't lock you down. It has to be your state that actually issued it. But the states followed the federal guidance that Fauci and Dr. Burks and the Trump administration put out. 
So mm-hmm. once he put that out, he sort of let open Pandora's box and let these Democrat governors run wild with a lot of these state of emergencies to tell people to stay at home. Um, and at that point, it was too late. Like once you let that happen, it was just too late and Trump couldn't put it back in the right. box. Um, but again, it's it's odd that now he's taking a tough stance on it when in 2020 you were the president of the United States and you could have taken more action. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are frustrated with that about Trump. Now, all of a sudden, he has a video where he says, I'll defund or I'll take away funding for these federal agencies that impose mass mandates. You could have done that in 2020 if that was that serious. Right. You had the ability to do so. You could have fired Fauci. You could have done a lot of things. Um, it's easy to Monday morning quarterback after you're not president anymore and say, oh, well, my base thinks this is really popular and this really resonates with them well. So I'm going to say it like this, but also ignore the fact that I was the sort of grandfather of all of all of it in 2020. And I know we're probably going to get some hate for it, but it's true. He started it all. And, and if it wasn't for Trump and his guidelines and lock and, and lockdown procedures and all that, we wouldn't even be talking about lockdowns and mass mandates at this point. So it would, I maybe, maybe states would have done their own thing, but there wouldn't have been this unified lockdown, mass mandates, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think it's kind of ironic that he's now coming out super tough about lockdowns and using it as a political point when he started it in 2020. Yeah. Right. Um, schools, schools were kids were kept out. You know, I remember, I think my niece was graduating that year and she didn't get a graduation. And that was a whole thing with all this, or there maybe it's the following year where all those kids didn't get their senior year of high school, stuff like that. And, um, and that was all under him. And then, but it, I guess it could have been both extremes. Mm-hmm. The re- Republicans that tend to, you know, want the freedom and don't want the government to impose anything like that. And that we're seeing their businesses affected. We're probably like angry about that. But then COVID deaths were still going up. And even with the vaccine, it wasn't a done deal. And so then the liberals were like, this man isn't doing anything. I am definitely voting against him. And so there, I mean, he, he was handed a big thing to deal with at the end of his presidency, right before an election for sure. Yeah. And no, I don't think that COVID was made up and no, I don't think it was especially made up so that he wouldn't get reelected. I, I don't have those feelings. Yeah. I think it's, again, it's, it's hard for him in the moment to decide. I think probably a lot of people were telling him at the time that he had to do this doesn't change the fact that he did it doesn't change the fact that they passed and spent trillions of dollars and printed trillions of dollars into the economy. Um, everyone got their Trump bucks, just like they got Biden bucks. Um, so I, I mean, all the stuff that happened with that, they kind of go after Biden for, and Biden was sort of like at the tail end of it, really. He still kind of did some of this stuff, but Trump really kind of instituted had to deal with it all in 2020. Um, yeah, it's easy now to look back and say he shouldn't have done this, that, or the other thing. There was a lot of pressure and to your point. Yeah, you're right. He could, he probably was looking at politically on both sides saying, well, the Republicans don't want these lockdowns and they don't want mass mandates. People on the left want this stuff and they want me to be tough on the vaccine. People in the middle might be a little bit of combination of both. They may want to go back to normal, but they also want me to be tough on the vaccine. And you're in a presidential election year and you're trying to get reelected. And it's the first time in American history, I think we've ever seen a presidential election go the way it did, where one candidate didn't even actually come out of his basement. Um, so it's, it is interesting to go back. But I think there would be a little bit more self-awareness on his part if he said, you know, yeah, we did this in 2020. There is some bad people who advised me. I mean, he can even do the Trumpian thing. Like there were some nasty people who advised me. They were very evil people who advised me. Um, 
I was trying to save as many and help as many Americans as possible, but I learned we'll never go back and we'll never do that again. Um, but he'll never, he'll never admit a mistake no. like that. So no, we'll never get that humble Trump. No, but also, and now I'm going to sound like I hate Trump and I don't, but he is always placing the blame on the very bad people and the nasty people and the wrong people who gave him the bad advice, but that shows lack of discernment on his part. Mm-hmm. If he has surrounded himself with all these terrible, nasty, bad people that he listened to, then he doesn't have discernment there. Right. Yeah, it's 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 a comment on who he has and who he hires and who he has around him. Um, and now I have never been anywhere near president, so that's obviously you know what would I do in that moment? I'm never running for president, but I get that there's you know hindsight. There's in the moment mm-hmm. there is pressure, right? But I like even going back to now DeSantis. You know when we talked about the debate the other night and DeSantis. You know, I won't lock down and the lockdowns and lockdowns. It's like, well, you caved to pressure. Mm-hmm. So quit putting the blame on everyone else. Like, apologize. Say you were wrong. Yeah. Say you or, you know, you thought what you were doing what was right in the moment. And you've since learned that was not right or whatever. But just admit that you were wrong. But now, yeah, he's playing this tough guy that he'll never do these things. And so well, you did those things. You right. literally did those things. So, so you're a changed man. Do we want a changed man though? Cause everyone's like, well, we know what we get with Trump. I don't know if he's a changed man. Do we know what we get with Trump? I think there's a lot of value in kind of saying, um, if, if you were DeSantis to be like, I think it almost makes you look a little bit better if you say, yeah, we, we originally followed the federal guidelines because it was so new and people didn't know. But right. as we learned and looked at the statistics and my advisors and us talked about it, we made the decision to go ahead and reopen Florida and remove all lockdowns and mass mandates as opposed to president trump who continued with all this and didn't really do anything to get rid of the lockdowns and the mass mandates in the entire country um right that could be a selling this is not what this this podcast wasn't supposed to go here sorry no i mean it i i think but i think it lends into the idea of like this is a political issue and it's the hot potato whoever's in control is going to have to deal with this um and that's why I just don't see politically. My mantra is usually always true. People in power will do anything to hold on to power. And they will never do anything that risks losing power. Uh, I mean, geez, just look at the fact that Mitch McConnell can't get through a presser without freezing and forgetting what to say. Uh, or the fact that Diane Feinstein has to be wheeled around in a wheelchair and she can't even like walk anymore. People in power don't ever want to relinquish power and they won't do things to risk losing power. So if you're going into a presidential election year and all the heat is on your opponent, you're basically your assumed opponent. Why would you all of a sudden do something to bring all the heat back onto you and focus on you? You wouldn't. Of course. You wouldn't. So why would the federal government and the Biden administration put this out there again to potentially lose the election in 2024? Mm-hmm. So, um, right. Back to your original point. People in power are like to stay in power. Um, and I know if you want to go down the, the Alex Jones rabbit hole that, yeah, there's much bigger players. It's the WEF and the IMF and all that stuff. And they want to destroy our economy because they didn't do a good enough job the first time COVID came around and we really have to destroy the economy. So everyone's slaves. Um, I mean, that's, that's when you get into the tinfoil hat stuff. Uh, my wife made a really good point. And I think it was it was a really brilliant point, which is in terms of all of these lockdowns and mass mandates, you'd have to get every other country in the world to get back on board. Yes. I just don't see that happening. I just don't. You, It's hard at this point with what people know about COVID 
to get every country back on board again without there being absolute incredible pushback from the people. Um, you know, I do I see like if we went back to lockdowns and mass mandates, do I see like Mexico going back to mass mandates and lockdowns? No, I don't see that. Do I see countries like Italy and the European Union doing it again? No, because they're a very conservative government. So it's again, I, I just don't see it happening. There's not the momentum anymore. There's not the political will anymore. Um, they know that it's a losing issue. Americans don't really aren't concerned about it anymore. Um, and yeah, I, I think if if they were to try it again, it just would backfire. It would absolutely backfire in their face. And especially someone like Newsom who wants to run for president, whether it's next year or 2028, if he were to go back to 2020 style lockdowns and mass mandates here in California, he would be admitting defeat when he got to take a victory lap on how he handled COVID and COVID, you know, look at how I handled COVID and we got the numbers down so low and this is how you handled it. And then you have someone like Ron DeSantis who was like, I did the complete opposite and I'm not going back to lockdowns and mandates because we're just fine. What did you do wrong in your state that now all of a sudden it's, it's running wild again. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's basically my, my feelings. I just don't see it. And I just don't see, I just don't see the, the writing on the wall. Maybe I'm not woke enough or awake enough. Maybe I'm not paying attention enough, but um, I just look at it logically and think that I don't think it's coming back. I just don't see it. I just don't see the political will. And I just don't see, I just don't see it. So what do you think? I think I already told you what I think. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to... And, and, yeah, go ahead. Well, back to what I told you about, like, searching on the news pages. I think I told you I did a similar thing on Twitter, X, mm -hmm. where I like, searched the hashtag lockdowns. And all the top stories were all just Republicans sensationalizing it with we will not comply, we will not comply. But I couldn't find anything about actual, like anything showing reasons that we might possibly lock down. It was just simply the Republicans saying, oh my God, we're going to lock down, don't comply. Right. Um, there's another article that I was looking at um, regarding, oh, it's from factcheck.org. Uh, no support for viral claim that COVID-19 lockdowns are returning. And it actually it, it addresses Alex Jones. Uh, talks about that he claimed he talked to a TSA, blah, blah, blah. Uh, TSA spokesperson denied Jones' claim, noting that the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, not TSA, is the federal agency responsible for transportation mask requirements. TSA is unaware of such a requirement. The spokesperson told us in an email there was no TSA meeting on the topic. Of course, if you go the full Alex Jones route, they'll probably say, of course, that's what they're going to say. Right. Um, CDC similarly said the claims were untrue. These rumors are utterly false. Uh, moreover, all the talk of the Biden administration reimposing lockdowns is not even legally feasible. The restrictions that were put into place on businesses, on going to movie theater, on going to the retail mall, all of those were done by states and local governments, not the federal government. Public health law expert. Well, yeah, that's the technicality, but usually states follow right. federal guidance. Um, da, 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 um, uh, I don't know who those Parmet guys are talking about, but uh, he said that legally TSA could probably could impose mass mandates on its employees, but those would not extend to all airport workers or to passengers. That would be a labor law issue, she said, and there might be pushback from the union. The CDC's ability to impose a face mask mandate during travel has been contested in court. Permit is one of many public health and public health law experts who signed an amicus brief supporting the CDC on the issue. The CDC's previous order expired due to the end of the public health emergency in May and had already become unenforceable in April 2022 due to a court order. 
I think CDC would be extremely wary, and I suspect that the Biden administration will be exceptionally wary right now for both litigation and political reasons to go down that route unless they feel it's absolutely essential. Um, yeah, and that's one thing I think people forgot about. Like That was the biggest hole in Alex Jones's argument is there was a court case that banned or yeah, effectively ended the mass mandate on all mass transit, on public transit. Um, it was later vacated. It's kind of technical what happened to it. They appealed it, and because it was no longer in effect because it expired, they vacated the old ruling. But assuming that they get the same facts and they do it again, bring the same lawsuit back in the same court, same judge will give it the same issue. Um, but basically... The court already said that they don't have the power to do this. So that's mm -hmm. when it, it wasn't a wasn't a decree by the Biden administration. It wasn't like they ended it. They got smacked down in court on this. And I remember we we were actually flying to Jersey the week it got banned, which was amazing. So like all of a sudden we, we got the news and we're like, wait. We don't have to wear masks on planes anymore. And sure enough, like all the news all over the place in the airports was like due to a order by a federal judge and this, did, you no longer have to wear masks on planes or in airports. So already there were enough legal challenges and there's enough case law and there's enough cases that were litigated that a lot of these issues and a lot of these powers aren't even really enforceable anymore like they thought. Yeah, it was the Wild West in 2020 when all this started and nobody really had the answers to it. But as more cases were litigated and more cases got through the appeals court into the Supreme Court, I think that that, that power got cut back dramatically over time in the courts. So I don't think they even legally have the power to do a lot of these things anymore, which is the one thing that Alex Jones kind of left out was this was already litigated in court and they already said they don't have the power to do it so one fact to take to the bank i mean you could have opened with that i could have opened with that but you know you save the best for last you want to do the grand <laughs> finale of like legally they probably don't even have the power to do it. they most likely don't have the power to do this tsa definitely doesn't have the power to impose mask mandates on passengers that's not what tsa is for um so yeah moral of the story i could be proven right in three months we could be proven right in three months or we could be absolutely wrong and no one will ever take us seriously again after this podcast we'll have, we'll have to change our identities yep we'll probably have to drop the podcast and never do it again because we'll yeah. be will be booed out of everywhere. Um, but anyway, my final thought, I don't think it's happening. I don't see it. I don't see the appetite. I don't see the political appetite. I don't see Americans going along with it. And that's it. That's my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. Any final thoughts? I don't think so. Did that sum it up pretty well? Yeah, I think so. I, I liked how for an hour you shared your opinion and then just backed it up with actual case, case text. You're just like, oh, and by the way, you don't like my opinion? Well, if you don't like my opinion, go argue with a federal judge over in Florida, because that federal judge says they don't even have the legal power to do so. Um, So, yep, that's that's it. I think they're not coming back. And... I think it would be stupid for Democrats in power, like the Biden administration, to even try and entertain all this coming back. And it'd be political suicide. And nobody likes to lose power. So um, with that said, that's our show for this evening. Uh, we did two this week. Uh, we'll be back next. Well, actually, you might not be back next week unless we do it on Thursday. We'll, we'll figure out scheduling. Um, but we'll let you know. Uh, trying we're we're trying to work on something and hopefully we can announce it formally soon we're going to leave that teaser out there um might be going on the road and doing something different 
but we'll announce that as we get more details and it gets closer to that time. Um, but with that said, as I end every show, if you like this show, make sure you like, share, subscribe, review, share it with somebody that you think would enjoy this show, someone who might be more comforted by the fact that I don't think mandates or lockdowns are coming back or share it with someone and be like, this guy is an idiot and you should listen to him being an idiot because I think they're absolutely coming back and how dare you question Alex Jones or Trump. Um, but with that said, make sure you do all those things like I mentioned and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of California Underground. If you like what you heard, remember to subscribe, like, and review it. And follow California Underground on social media for updates as to when new episodes are available. 